0: Let's do one, two, three, four, five, and then clap on six, okay? But you got to do the ands. One and two and three and four, that? Yes. And then we'll clap five and and clap on six? Yep. Okay, here we go. Ready? hmm One and two and three and four and five and... Oh, I forgot to clap.
1: God damn it, really?
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider... And your other host, Clay Wells. You're welcome. Good morning. How are you? I am well. I am doing well. You got your motel, hotel motel holiday in. If your girl starts acting up, then you take her friend hat, which is nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's getting hot in here to take off all your clothes. That's all it I It is know. getting hot in here. I want to take off all my clothes. You know, this hat gets a lot of attention. It's really strange. There's, there, there's a venue in... uh davenport does Uh that sound like a place that we've all been Iowa? i don't know sure in midwest anyway it's called the raccoon motel and it's one of those clubs where the club's all right it's fine it's the guy that used to do those day trotter sessions he opened this club remember the day trotter thing oh yeah club's fine but upstairs above the club is like an apartment where their whole deal is like oh this is where the bands stay they have like a nice airbnb such anyway they gave us all these hats And I'll take any trucker hat. I'll take any free fucking hat. I'm a little hat whore. Um, But people ask me about this hat all the time. And I don't have much to say about it. Just a hat someone gave me.
0: Well, it does remind me of the Master G saying, hotel, motel, holiday inn. Or was it Big Mike? If your girl starts acting
1: up, then you take her friend. Which is really perfect for this progressive cultural moment we live in. Pretty standard behavior, I think. I mean, if your girl
0: starts acting up, you're really left with no choice but to take her friend.
1: Well, how many times in history has the chick, in a fit of vengeance, gone and fucked her man's best friend? I mean, it's a tale as old as time. It's what people do to each other.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: How many times has a chick been like, oh, oh, Bob did what? Guess what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah, it's what 2001 A Space Odyssey was based on. It's what most of the Bible was based on. When that
1: basilisk thing Mm -hmm. is like in the sand and the apes are around it, they're like, oh, you can't hear understand what the apes are saying because we don't speak ape. But here's what the apes are saying. The female ape was saying, were you fucking around with Tina last week? And then the male ape was like, I'm trying to look at this weird basilisk thing in the sand because I think it's from like another planet or another dimension. It's some sort of sign. And she's like, I'm going to fuck all of your friends, homie, while you're playing with this little oblong disc in the sand. Yeah. I'm going to fuck Tito. And that's when he throws the banana in the air and it turns into a spaceship. Exactly. And thus we, then credits start rolling for 2001 Space Odyssey, Cooper's yeah. masterpiece. Boom, boom, boom. Long ago <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, boy. Well, here's what's going on in my world. Gearing up to be gone for a very long time. Six weeks of touring in the States and then I'm doing a month in Europe. Months no, too long. And it's too long. It is. And um, I have this thing called a family. And the other thing is we sold our house and bought a house. And we're closing on our new house three days after I leave for a six-week tour. Oh, so you're moving out of your house? Yeah, we're moving. We did it. We got out. And where are you moving to? We're, We're a little further out even than we are now. It's a little more burbed out. Great schools, great walkable, sidewalked neighborhood, you know, a real neighborhood, like you see in the movies. We got one of those houses where we plan on having barbecues with our neighbors. Uh, my new house has a basketball goal in the driveway, which I'm excited about shooting hoops. Wow. But we're bur- we're bourbon out. We're just continuing to turn into those people. And I feel good about it. But I'm just stressed because the moving is actually going to happen while I'm gone. So we've got friends and family. We're hiring movers. but And not only that. I'm not going to be able to be in my new house for six weeks. And that's a weird feeling.
0: I had a move that happened when I was on the road one time. I was living with this girl. And then I went on a three-day you know, three tour of Louisiana. And when I got back, uh, the girl that I was living with, all of her stuff was gone. Turns out that all the stuff in the house was pretty much her stuff. So I, I walked into pretty much an empty apartment and i had like 4 or 5 items of clothing in the closet other than that it was pretty empty
1: well what are you telling me here you're telling me she left you
0: yeah she moved okay. out while i was gone and uh and i she left me a note you know saying what had gone awry and her opinion of the matter was that i did not love her and she was correct <laughs> and <laughs> I was more relieved than I was upset except I hadn't realized how much of the stuff in the house was hers which was all of it like so right. I had no couch no chair let alone you know well time to find a new girlfriend
1: with well
0: furniture. yeah I mean I couldn't afford that place either so I had to move out of there come end of the month I mean the good news is I could pack everything into
1: a shopping bag that I owned at that point in my life. When I got divorced, uh, my wife did not want to get divorced. I initiated it. She was pretty upset, even though she hated me, <laughs> but, but she did not want to get divorced. That was just not part of how she saw our future playing out. I think she just thought we would just hate each other forever. And uh, so she, anyway, she was pretty unhappy that I was pursuing a divorce and she kind of vacillated. She would be real cool about it. She'd have just pockets of like understanding it, the inevitability of it, and then pockets of just like insane rage. And I was living on a couch at a friend's house. I didn't have anywhere to put anything. And until, until I got my own place, I was keeping all my shit at, at my former house, right? Like bookshelves, an upright piano, my gear. I didn't have a lot of shit either. Dudes tend to be like, you can have everything. I don't, I don't care. You know, take the shit. Maybe a desk. Who knows? And I did get a call from her one day. Everything's going fine. Divorce is moving forward. It's just taking a long time. And she was like, hey, all your shit's on the porch. And uh, if you don't come get it tonight, it's all going in the garbage. Like, no warning whatsoever. I just had to go and get all my shit off of my former porch and try to find somewhere to put it. Or she was going to throw it away. Turned on a dime.
0: Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, I think when women are, and men, but when they're going through breakups, they're pretty chill most of the time about stuff. That was a rough. That was a rough patch. Yeah, you think those things are like tropes when you see them in the movie until it happens to you and you're like, "Oh, this actually does happen."
1: Right. She really did take the ice trays. <laughs> she really did take everything from me.
0: I liked the kind of sassy. I'm moving everything out while you're gone. Kind of surprise, like almost like a surprise party
1: that she made for me. It's like a surprise party in hell. It's like the opposite of a surprise party.
0: Now, I will tell you at that time, that was back in my drinking days, like, I would go out and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go out. And then I would not come back for, like, I was supposed to be, you know, the bars would close at two. I wouldn't get home until seven, eight in the morning, usually by on foot. And, you know, with no idea of how I even got home. So...
1: It makes me think of what you just said, of Jarrett on Love Is Blind. I don't know if you remember this particular couple, but they were one of the ones that got married. It was this big black dude and this cute little black chick with like a pixie haircut. Do you remember who I'm talking about? It was Jarrett, and I can't remember her name.
0: I've successfully blocked out most memories, but so keep going.
1: Well, their big problem was that he could not not go out to the clubs every night, oh, right. she, I remember and so this. she would she would be like, look. I'm not telling you not to hang out with your boys. I'm not even saying I'm jealous. Like she, I thought she was pretty reasonable. She's like, but we're married. You can't, because then he would be like, I'm, I'll be home at two, and she would even accept that. And she's like, you know, I sit in bed and I just wait for you to get home because I want to make sure you're like not drunk driving or whatever. And then he would pull the shit where he's not getting home till seven in the morning, eight in the morning every night. Right. And she's like, I just can't keep doing this if you don't at least like compromise some of your going out. And he couldn't do it. He couldn't not do it. He was like thirty four. Yeah.
0: Well, I think he, him and Chingy had the same sort of motto, which is "Uh, come and meet me at the Holiday Inn. What you doing? Nothing. Just chilling. Just me and my friend. Won't you bring for your friend? We'll meet at the Holiday Inn.
1: Sure. So. I like that I you've, get you've credited this this song so far to everyone who didn't write it, but I love that one of the people you credited it to other than Chingy, was Master G instead of Master P. You called him Master G. No, no.
0: The Master G was the guy who wrote the original um, hip-hop song Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. That was the right. Master G. Right. And then Master P came later. He's from Louisiana. He's the guy that said, uh, that was Master P. Yeah. Uh, say, uh, yeah. And then Chingy wrote a song called <laughs> Holiday Inn. And then Ludacris and Snoop Dogg guessed <laughs> right. it on that record. They did.
1: That's, that's all true.
0: Here's what I am when it comes to rap knowledge. The final source. Oh, for sure. I mean, Wikipedia calls me regularly and they're like, What's the final word on this? And I'm like, quit bugging me, wiki, fuck faces. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wiki calls me so much to find out what's going on in the rap world. And I'm like, I I have changed my number five times. Right.
1: But they'll find it. Well, they're wiki, first of all.
0: Anyways, they want to know what the deal is. And I'm like, okay. You goddamn sons of fucking bitches. I'll tell you. And I tell them and they write it down and then it's there forever. Like set in stone, like Moses in the fucking temple of doom.
1: (laughs) It's just like Moses in the temple of doom. Right when Indiana Jones showed up and grabbed those tablets with the 10 commandments on them.
0: Yeah. Indiana Jones showed up. Moses was like, here you go. Here are the tablets. And then this boulder rolled down the hill. And then Samson and Delilah were like, "What are you doing Meet me at the holiday Inn hotel motel. If your girl starts acting up,
1: then you cut her hair, and then you lose your powers <clears throat> well if that isn't if that is an exact excerpt from the Bible, I don't know what is
0: you know that you know that I'm working on a musical called Moses. It's like Hamilton, but it's about Moses, right, and all the people that play." The characters are
1: going to be uh, Asian. Speaking of the Bible, I would like to read an email. Okay. Someone has written in with some interesting questions. But first of all, I also want to thank two new patrons, Chris Laddier and Zach Noel. Oh, what's thank up, you Chris guys. and Zach? They'll be joining us in the old secret weekly later. Yeah. They've now procured and secured access to the igloo where we all hang out after the show. Well, luckily,
0: and, we just renovated it and made it so much bigger and roomier. Right. Because it was getting tight.
1: It was because of all the party people coming to hang with us. Sorry, we this had a was, lot of so, party this is people. From, this is from Andrea S. I'm going to abbreviate her last name because I do not know how to say it. and I apologize, Andrea. I know what, she it, says, is. Okay. what is it? it is. Okay. Stein It is Stein Yeah. Change the spelling. <laughs> okay. She says, hello, sweet daddies. Love the show. Love you both. Uh, I'll cut to the chase. I hate small talk and email. Here's some conversation topics and a couple of questions for you. Number one. Do you think it's easier or harder for artists to break into the music field now? With YouTube and social media, I would think there could be more exposure and presence for people, but at the same time, harder with the competition. So what do you think, Bob, compared to when you were cracking the door open and now what's what's is it easier now? I think it's the
0: same. Cause you sort of have de facto gatekeepers, which is just like um hundred thousand people are trying to be noticed. Um You know, before you had you know, 30 dudes, and people that would decide who would get to be seen or heard. And now, you know, the world gets to decide. I don't know. That's a good question. One which I don't have the answer to. <laughs> now, ask me anything about rap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Do I you, have the answer. When it, when it comes to Chingy, when it comes to how Chingy grew up and yeah. what Chingy's grandfather did living. Do you want to know Chingy's real name? What is Chingy's real name?
0: Anthony <laughs> Barbetto.
1: <laughs> he's italian <laughs> and
0: anthony chingalo Barbetta, and he changed his name to chingy when he was he about grew, 15
1: he grew yeah he grew up in the suburbs of milan and uh, started a really <clears throat> lucrative and famous rap career in the states as chingy
0: well he spent his first five years in milan but then they moved to atlanta when he was five right which it, was totally change yeah it's a little with his stepmother
1: uh she says number two do you get paid by being on spotify how does it work uh yeah you get paid
0: an ex- you, i think it's like every time they play you on spotify you get like a ten dollar check so <laughs> like if you have i don't know like a thousand spins you make a hundred thousand dollars on spotify it's pretty
1: lucrative He's being facetious. You do get paid, just not a lot. Number three, discussion if you want. Liner notes. I miss them. I remember sitting on my bedroom floor with my record, reading the liner, the inside sleeve and the back cover of the album, reading and rereading all those fun facts, inside jokes. I guess that's what nostalgia does. Too bad nostalgia's gone, along with the liner notes. Were you a liner notes kid? you read all that shit? Yeah, of course. I really have a lot of fun memories doing that. Yeah, you would get the
0: album. You would open it up. Any detail, any small clue as to what the fuck this mystery that you just opened and that you're
1: experiencing was all about. Now everybody knows everything about everything. I know it really did feel like little clues, and you would yeah. you would overread into some shit. I remember knowing where Guns N' Roses like fan club, like where Geffen Records was based, just because yeah. I read the liner notes so much. I know,
0: like it was cool, and now. Everybody knows everything.
1: You know. How involved are you with what your record packaging looks like when it comes to like liner notes stuff or lyrics being on the thing or whatever? I mean, I used to love doing all the like putting the packaging
0: together. Even if I didn't do the artwork, I would still do all of the layout and stuff on on everything. I loved making cassettes and CDs and albums and all that stuff. But now and I guess they still do it. But now, you know, with CDs, it's just real simple. You're just basically making the artwork for a like a little cardboard sleeve, you know. Back in the days you'd have like a booklet. Right, right. There was all kinds of cool stuff you could do. And I guess that's sort of coming back. CD sales, this is the first time in twenty years that CD sales went up instead of down. Now they had gone down so low. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, all of a sudden they've sold millions of CDs. They just sold a thousand more CDs than the 400 that they sold last year.
1: I think people are getting kind of tired of everything not existing. And I think people are hungry again for to hold something and to own something. You don't even own anything anymore. You own the idea of something now. That's weird to me, man. i like investing in all these plugins and stuff like with the gear we do. I've just like upgraded a lot of this stuff because I'm going to be on the road. I need to be able to edit podcasts and have it, you know, rise to the quality standards that I have in my head. And I'm like, man, I'm paying however many hundreds of dollars for this, and it—I don't own anything. They just send me a code. So now I'm going to get on the phone, and I'm like, hey, I need to be able to use this on a different computer. It's just—I think people are getting sick of that shit.
0: Uh, you can hold days, nuts. Hmm, mm. another chingy lyric. <laughs> that was his name of his first album Whole D's.
1: he left the nuts out it was implied she ends her email by saying keep on doing it guys you give me a 30 minute dose of happiness and thought for a week another 5 to 10 minutes bonus dose in the secret sauce land of absurdity cheers Andrea S and then she wrote change the spelling that must be a thing you tell her P.S. Bob get your honey up to MPLS ASAP it's been too long to where MPLS? Is that Minneapolis? It's gotta
0: be. Also,
1: change the spelling.
0: <laughs> Minneapolis, dude, that's one of those where you're like, it's like guaranteed. Like, who knows how to spell guarantee? No one. Yeah. There's no, actually, the last person who knew how to spell guarantee died about three days ago. How about, how about the word restaurant? Nobody knows. Nobody knows either. I mean, the, the, the last person that actually successfully spelled restaurant died in World War II. Oh. Yeah, he died on the beaches of Normandy. Since then, nobody knows. Only AI knows how to spell it. <laughs> um, so if you don't have fucking spell correct,
1: you're spelling it wrong. Only AI knows. <laughs> only AI. <laughs> and now same with guarantee. Yeah. And yeah, restaurant guarantee. Even the word rhythm little trickier than you may think. It's just real tricky. The world's a real sneaky, tricky place. You got to really be on your toes. You got to really be looking out behind you, man. The school that my daughter goes to, they don't teach you how to read until second grade, and she's in second
0: grade, and oh, my God, dude. Like, if she comes across the word have, she's like, have (laughs) i I'm like, no, that E's silent usually at the end of words. Why? I don't know. Ask me about rap,
1: bitch. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he was like someone had asked him like about production stuff like music stuff and he's like, "Yeah, I just didn't realize that uh when I started to explain them like how I record stuff, I just realized like I have to really dumb it down. Like a lot of words and like phrases I just assume they would know. They don't know." And I'm like, "Yeah, you don't have kids, that's why you do that." Like when you have a kid Whenever Nova asks me a question, I immediately anticipate the next fifteen. Right, I don't, and I don't want to hear them. No, you don't. So when she says to me, "Daddy, why, why, why is the e silent on have?" I'm anticipating the next fourteen questions, and I'm going to try to answer as many of them as possible with my explanation, to varying degrees of success. But like having a kid ask you, because here's what's crazy about being a parent is your kid will ask you stuff that you completely one hundred percent take for granted knowing why it is whatever it is right you know like why she's just like why is why is ocean have salt water and i'm like oh because uh and then i realized i don't know then it's then we do the whole fun uh let's look it up baby let's look it up last night she was like what's an analyst i'm like well someone who like deeply analyzes. someone who analyzes what does it mean to analyze it's just you just take a lot of that In, shit for granted, so you have to explain it
0: investigate stuff what's well, investigate like, mean you know exactly. when you look into something what's looking into something you know when you look at it and see what it does yeah and then at a certain point you just always go well what do you think that that ends it <laughs> by the way if you want to end all the questions just say well what do you think and then they're going <laughs> and it's just that their whole brain just hitches up like a fucking horse that got caught in a fucking
1: barbed wire <laughs> But what do you think with the question mark, even though it's like almost a last resort, it it still sounds hopeful. Here's the saddest one, dude. (laughs) And me and this do it all the time. It's just a tired, I don't know, a complete giving up. But yeah, but what is blah, blah, blah? And we'll try to go like this and that, this and that. But what is that? This and that. And then the last one, when we're really done, we just go, (sighs) I don't know. Yeah, I never never get to, I don't know. I just don't. I usually just,
0: if I, if it's two questions in a row, the next answer is going to be, well, what do you think? What do you think, little darling? (laughs) And then there, and then she just goes, hey, (laughs) that's it. And then her, her eyes dilate and then she looks off into space and then I'm gone like a ghost. Then I'm no longer there. When she, when her eyes finally come back and she focuses and she's like, oh, where'd daddy go? Oh, daddy in Alabama. You threw that smoke bomb and you're fucking gone, dude. Daddy Daddy at Costco. <laughs> daddy, daddy was home. Now daddy looking at big screen
1: TVs. <laughs> Daddy's at Bucky's bathroom toilet sitting for hours. Daddy, daddy looking through books that he ain't going to buy at Costco. By
0: the way, dude, I just went to Costco for the first time in like 10 years. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: Have you been to Costco? About a year and a half ago, me and this were like, you know what? Let's get a Costco membership. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. Went to Costco, got our membership, ate the hot dog. Yeah. She had the pizza. I had the pizza. And then we walked through Costco like we were in some sort of heaven that we didn't know existed. Yeah. Bought a bunch of sh- bulky shit, bulky, and then promised ourselves, "This is what we're doing from now on." Because look at how much we just it saved. Never went back again. Look, look how much we saved on the green beans. All right, <laughs> I swear, I swear to God, Bob, we never literally, we literally never went back. And once the year long, once the year long subscription like re upped, we were like, "Hey, maybe we should cancel that," because we never went back. <laughs> Dude,
0: that's what I did. I went to Costco back in the day. And you go in there once and you're like, all right, I guess I'm going (laughs) to buy 50 paper towels, like 50, like I'm going to have to build a new house (laughs) to put these paper towels in. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then at some point you just don't go in there anymore. First of all,
1: you can't even park. Parking's horrible. There's no parking. And I got to say, I did tell her after our first and apparently last time being there, I said, hey, we're not walking through the TVs again because the fucking vultures in the TV section of that place trying to sell you. Did did people descend upon you like vultures to sell you a bunch of shit? Dude, I literally
0: went, the place was closing at five, at six o'clock. I went in at 530 on a Saturday and I was like, I'll just grab my membership thing real quick. That took 20 minutes. So now 20 minutes later, I finally got my little Costco card. By the way, the same Costco card I got 20 years ago. I got two days ago like up oh, really make your
1: make the ID better well but then they get a new picture of yourself which you got it I knew how much you love pictures of yourself about as much as I do
0: well it's the same shitty like black and white like shitty Xerox picture that I got 20 years ago I got like they have to have better technology for making IDs on the spot anyways who cares that's a small thing so I get done and now it's 10 minutes to six I'm like Can I still shop? And and the lady's like, "Go to the back of the store right now, and you can be in here for the next hour."
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can live here.
0: You can live here if you want. And that's what I did. I went to the back of the store, and I didn't leave there until almost seven. And there were still fuck tons of people in there, right? Anyways,
1: I like. I had a, I had a nice time. I did buy a bunch of stuff. We did too. We had a great time. We spent a lot of money in there, and. I mean, I was even checking out the socks, dude. I was checking the socks out. Oh, I bought a pair of pants. Well, exactly. What are you gonna you're gonna not buy pants? You're gonna not buy a, a sweatshirt <laughs> with a hoodie on it that says Tennessee Titans at Costco in Tennessee? Well, I have too many hoodies. I couldn't buy a
0: hoodie, but I did buy a pair of they're called like um traveler pants, which are basically sweatpants that if you step four feet from away from you look like real pants but they're sweatpants Mm -hmm. but they look like black pants that you would wear to a wedding yeah great so i bought those are you wearing them right now no i wore them all day yesterday though am i gonna wear if i wear those to a show i think that's it and i think if i if i actually wear those to a show i think that's it for me I think that's
1: it. <laughs> I don't know what you mean that you're meaning that's it. like these are my new show pants, or like that's it. I've reached real a true rock bottom I didn't know existed, which that's it. Do you I think, mean. I remember
0: watching an interview with Phil Collins about thirty years ago in the nineties, and he was wearing a, a like a a a sweat a sweatsuit that you would wear, like Rocky Balboa sweatsuit. And he was he was being interviewed by MTV News and he was out and about like he knew he was going to get interviewed. And that's what he was wearing. And I was like, oh, it's over for him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, and of course, it was over for him. He never did anything again that was worth a shit. I I mean, I don't know what year I can't dance came out, but that was Genesis and that was the 90s and it was a big MTV hit that but that might have been the last thing. But I can't dance was a huge hit.
0: No, no. This was after Genesis, after I can feel it in the air tonight, years after that. So maybe it was in the early
1: 2000s. Well, Gen- it, no, well Genesis got back together in the 90s. That's all I'm saying. I know he had oh. a big solo career, but then Genesis had a big hit in like 92 with I yeah. can't dance. You know, yeah, that song. this would have been like, yeah, this would have been like 97. So 97. yeah. 97. The, it was over when I saw
0: that. When I saw that what he was wearing i was like well that's it's
1: over for him yeah in 97 the two biggest bands in the world were limp biscuit and the spice girls so yeah phil collins is wearing the sweatsuit out
0: anyways have you seen emily in paris that's his daughter i have not but uh isbel loved that show it's great anyways once i found out that that was his daughter that was the third season that i was watching it and then she cuts her hair to have bangs and she has the giantest biggest, bushiest eyebrows in the world and something about her bangs and those eyebrows and knowing she's Phil Collins' daughter kind of fucked it for me. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. I couldn't stop. But It looked like two giant caterpillars attacking her. Wow.
1: Look it up. Don't <laughs> take my word for it. Look it up. Well, <clears throat> we're going to have to wrap the show up here um, because time flew because we were having a good good time. I'd like to in this episode by thanking a few people. Is that okay with you? Let's thank them. I'd like to thank Andrea S. for writing in. I'd like to thank our two new patrons. You guys are the are the cream in the coffee, and we appreciate you guys. But I'd also like to thank a few other people. All right. I'd like to thank old man Costco, the man who invented Costco, yeah. who I'm told still like lives, like sits on a throne in the back somewhere. Jimmy C. I'd like to thank Master G. Um... Really don't talk enough about Master G. I'd also like to thank Chingy. He doesn't call himself Master G anymore because it's not cool. Okay. Right. It's just G now. Okay. And I'd like to thank Anton, a.k.a. Chingy, um, for inspiring this hat I'm wearing and for really the entire spiritual juice of the entire episode. Uh, Anton gets the credit, right? Is it Anthony? Anthony or Anton? Anthony. Um. So those are my shout outs. Would you like to thank anybody here at the end? I want to thank Wikipedia for... Like, they
0: have sort of. Now that kind of everything has been written about rap, they have sort of. They they don't call me, you know, like five times a day. They they call me like once a week right. with with an update. So I want to thank them for slowing down in terms of contacting me and kind of getting their shit together in terms of like just having a list ready. Yeah. Instead of calling me at all hours of the morning. So thanks, Wikipedia. Um, I want to thank the president of um Bulgaria mm. um Vladimir Putin mm Mhm Punstani Vladimir Pustani the president of Belgrade for <laughs> I don't know just <laughs> be, being a real son of a bitch <laughs> Uh I want to thank uh, the entire population of of uh, of Hawaii for oh. just being real laid back, and for right. also for just letting chickens live there with <laughs> in in the wild, and I think that's it for now.
1: All right, well, and lastly, I want to thank everyone who listens to the show. Go check out our other podcasts. We will see you next week. And if you are willing and able, we're on that Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com slash letters i o k. Do the right thing. Support podcasts. Support the people who make the shit that you love.